the Certainty Hotline. We have a special guest calling in live tonight. Winger for your Edmonton Oilers, Tyler Ennis, joining us on Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Tyler, you're on with Reed and Rob. How are you doing this evening? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys doing? Doing very well. We appreciate you taking the time to give us a buzz. Uh, we were just talking about uh, your head coach saying that it was a bit of a muddy track out there and, and at times uh, a low-event game. You were out there. Kind of take us through the rhythm and the flow of this one. I think it was two teams that were on the back end of a back-to-back -back, uh, with some travel, and, um, you know, we knew it was kind of going to be a chess match. Um, Winnipeg, Winnipeg plays stingy, um, so we just had to limit our chances and, and trust that uh, if we play tight, our uh, our skill guys will take over, and Connor had two great goals, and uh, that was the difference. Koski played great too. Tyler, one of the things that's different this year is is the taxi squad and the number of players that uh, each team's allowed to carry. And the Oilers have used that uh, a number of times this year. What is it like in the practice? Is it is it more competitive? Is it guys pumping each other up? Just having so many guys that are you know trying itching to get back in the lineup. And I know that a number of players on the team have gone through it thus far this year. Uh, I mean, it's it's. It, I think it's it's on the player to stay ready. Um, you know, it can be frustrating. You know, when you feel like you deserve to be in the lineup and you're not. Um, so I, I think it, the onus is on the player to to have a good mindset, stay mentally ready, um, stay physically ready, and and be hungry. Tyler. It, this this team didn't start very well, obviously, with it being three and six, and you had a tough run a couple of weeks ago when Toronto came in here and won three in a row. But so far, the team has been able to recover from tough stretches. Where does that come from? Like, does that start with the coaching staff? Does it start with some of the veterans on the team? Just wondering where that bounce-back mentality has uh, originated from. Yeah, I think in those situations, you, you can either learn from it and grow, or, you know, it can, it can let you affect you negatively and, and you can kind of fall into a you know a losing streak and I think we've done a good job I think leadership is super important in those um, scenarios I think experience is key I think knowing that the season is always peaks and valleys you have to stay you have to stay even keeled and I think Toronto came in and and we learned from that you know they all played us they played the right way they played tight and I think we're trying to tighten up and uh, you know we've we've had good games since then and we're learning and we're continuing to learn one of the things that has really benefited you this year is your ability to move up and down the lineup when you're going in the lineup you're playing with Leon or you're playing on the wing with Connor or vice versa you're playing more of a defensive role in a checking line is there anything that you do before the game um, thinking why like do you, are you do you go into the game okay i got to change my game this way or i got to be more this tonight because of who i'm playing or do you just go into the game play your game and you're there for a reason yeah i think you know it, it, it it's fun playing with certain guys i think for myself i i have to play a certain way you always have to play hard you have to um simplify and let the game come to you and then and then when you get chances you build and and then you can get a little more creative and uh, depending on who you're with and situation and what your role is that night it, it all kind of depends but 
I think that's just experience. I think um, you know I've been around a while now to to kind of learn and 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 kind of know what to do in certain scenarios, and it's fun. It's it's a fun challenge. And Tyler, uh, one more here, uh, kind of on a lighter note. Unfortunately, we don't have fans this year, but. Part of your story is you are an Edmontonian now playing for the Oilers. So if this were a normal season, how many ticket requests would you have for the average game? Um, I, I, it's it, it's disappointing that there's no fans. I'll put it that way. You know, it's uh, it's a time in my life where I'm still kind of pinching myself. You know, I wake up and you know it's it's so cool that I'm on the Oilers. I grew up a fan. Um, you know, it was my dream to play in the NHL and to be on an other team that's, you know, competitive and, you know, have two of the best players in the world. And, you know, it's, uh, it's so, it's so, uh, exciting every day. And, uh, the other aspect of being an oiler is how great the fans are. And, um, it's disappointing that, you know, that's an experience I'm missing out on that we're all missing out on, um, so hopefully we can get some fans in the rink in this uh, whole pandemic can end soon and, you know, we can get back to normal and have those great fans back in the building giving us a boost. But, uh, yeah, I think there would be uh, quite a few ticket requests. <laughs> well, Tyler, we appreciate you taking the time to call in tonight. Congratulations on the victory and have a good one on Saturday night. Thanks for having me. That's Tyler Ennis from the Edmonton Oilers joining us live on the Certainty Hotline as his team wins tonight 2-1 over the Winnipeg Jets. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.